Hello, everybody, and welcome to Star Wars Extras Toy Collection. Today, I got with me a very unique toy collector because he does more than toy collecting. He does music stuff, uh, merchandise. He does all kinds of stuff, and he's very vocal about his feelings when it comes to anything, really. So I've been following this guy for a while, loving his content, laughing at it. And, you know, if there's stuff that he says that I don't agree with, I just don't agree with. I don't bitch about it. But I like his content. I like him. We've been talking for like a half an hour before we start recording. And he seems like a pretty cool guy, everybody. Darth Skippy. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> so I wanted you, you know, you put up, you put up a, a uh, post about your your toy collection. You It was a video. And there was, you know, you could see a lot of stuff. It looks like your toy collection is in an attic. It's actually in a, it's a, uh, what is it, 16 by 10 uh, building. And it's actually, it, used, it serves as the office for my business. And uh, my Is wife, it like a shed? What's that? Is it like a shed? Yeah, it's a shed. That's what it is. Oh, man. There's, <laughs> there's a guy I spoke with recently named OG Wade. That's what I call him. He built his own shed in his backyard for his collection. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what I did. We just went out and bought one, and like we we've, we've been looking at different ones. And I talked to the people there, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I like this." I said, "But I want to have the door on this side because I'm going to be doing this. I like uh, you know a couple windows." And so I was able to kind of design how how and where I wanted the door and the windows, which is kind of awesome. Uh, and so we just went ahead and did that. That. And it turned out the way it did. I, it had the loft in it, which is really awesome because that's cool where I can put stuff up and, you know, not have it feel as crowded because, I mean, honestly, I have a lot of shit. A little, a little bit of storage place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So you are obviously a Star Wars fan. Yes. What got you? What got you in? What's your first memory of Star Wars? My first memory of Star Wars is going to see uh Empire Strikes Back with my dad, and I would have been about, I want to say four or five then, and my mom always, she cracks me up because she'll talk about, she's like, I don't even know how you remember shit from that time, I'm like, mom, I can remember stuff when I was three, you know, I remember my dad throwing me in the fucking ocean because I kept throwing sand on it. So you saw, you saw Empire in the theater? In the theater, yes, with my dad, it was the first thing I ever saw, and the first movie I ever saw. I I think we were, I think we were split at birth. (laughs) <laughs> because that was my first memory of Star Wars. I saw Empire in the theater in 1980. So I was six. And, uh, well, we weren't split at birth because you're two years younger than me, so that doesn't work. Yeah, I, I held out for a little longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I baked, little, I baked a little longer. Yeah, you cooked a little longer in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think that the main thing I remember is the AT-ATs. Oh, yeah, that, that, that right there stuck out in my head. Uh, that and the Super Star Destroyer. I always remember that damn thing, and I was like, God, that's a because you know you've seen the Star Destroyers in the you know and like in the first part of the movie, and because like I said, that was like my first introduction to seeing Star Destroyers. Yeah. And then you see in the middle of the movie, you see like this Star Destroyer that's like the dwarfs, like these other Star Destroyers, and I was like, Holy crap! Those other Star Destroyers hit. can fit inside it. Yeah, I mean, it was like just massive. You're like, Oh my. They're like, wow, that's huge. And the thing about that movie is, like, I saw the movie and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And it wasn't until later that I put two and two together. 
uh, as I got older, like we ended up getting cable, you know, we had like, you know, HBO and all that stuff. And they, they were, you know, back then they were just really running, rerunning that Star Wars, the first movie. And I saw those characters. I'm like, those look like the characters from Empire Strikes Back, you know, because I'd gotten toys by then. Right. And, all these things. and I'm going, those look like the same. And then finally it clicks. I'm like, what is this movie? And then a buddy of mine's like, man, that's the first one. I'm like, the first one? And he's like, yeah, that's the first movie. He was like, Empire was the second movie. And it's like, holy crap. And so then I'm hooked. I'm like, then, you know, then you're hooked in. You're like, all right. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we, we didn't actually officially get HBO. I stuck, like, the the butter knife at the end of the thing and fried <laughs> it up a little bit so we could, <laughs> so we could get the, the HBO, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, um, I mean... It's just one of those things where, you know, that kind of led me into Star Wars and, my coll- and just collecting stuff. So, so okay, so you just answered that question. So that's how you got started collecting. Yeah, I mean, because... And, and you've been pretty much collecting a, since then, huh? I have an X-Wing that's from 1970, I want to say 78, 79, somewhere in there. And it had been bought for me. Well, I mean, if you remember back in the day, all the Star Wars stuff, they had mass produced that stuff. Like yeah, crazy after, but it wasn't until like '78 when they really started making toys. Because yeah, you didn't really get many toys until '78. You didn't. Yeah, I don't think they, you got anything have... in '77 except for that that uh, pre-order card. Like this is what you're going to yeah. get in seven yeah, the months. Figure, the figures, yeah, the the, the 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 famous box thing back in the day. But uh, yeah, we had. Uh, you know, I got. I didn't get that thing, but. I, you know, like I said, because I was a little bit younger, so later on I got where I could get the figures from Empire. And the main thing that sucks to me is like I don't really have any of those Empire figures anymore. Because so as as a teenager, I was like, oh, I'll just sell all this stuff. Which you know, I didn't sell everything, but I sold a good chunk of it, and I could just punch myself in the nuts for it because <laughs> you know, when you're a teenager, you're trying to get a car, you're trying to do all this stuff. You're like, oh, I'll just sell this stuff, you know. And like I held on to a handful of things and. It just really aggravates you. So, like, I started restarted collecting more stuff. I guess when I turned about seventeen, eighteen years old, and when you realized you were a moron, you yeah, when you realized you were just the biggest jackass ever. (laughs) And uh, so that would have been around seventeen, seventeen, eighteen. That would have been around ninety five, and that's back when they were starting to bring out right the reissue type stuff, and uh, you know the the He Man. Luke Skywalker and He-Man Darth Vader. Oh yeah, uh, Power of the you know, Force. Bringing, yeah, the Power of the Force stuff. I'm uh, sorry, Luke gonna, has never yeah. and will never look like that. Mark Hamill never looked like that in his life. Yeah, ever. He wishes he looked like that. Yeah, Maybe, I mean, yeah. he saw that and he's like, "Damn, I wish I looked like that." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but the ships and stuff were made from the same molds, so like they were the, all the same molds, the same you know die casts and everything right so it was still you know those all look pretty much still the same um and i ended up getting quite a few vehicles from that series because you know i like that but i still had like my original x-wing i had like the original um the star destroyer that was it was kind of die cast like part of it was metal part of it was plastic and it had like a little you know tana four underneath you know you could slip it open and the tana four is in there yeah uh, i had that uh, and just little things here and there. I still have my original R2-D2. 
that I got back in the day. Rusty as shit on the, on the underside where the screw is because, like, I used to put him in the bathtub. And, you know, my X-Wing, I actually used to crash it in the bathtub like it was Dagobah. And I'm surprised <laughs> it even still works. I, I ended up cleaning it up really good and getting all the stuff out of there. And it still works. The noise is kind of muffled these days. It's like, got a little warble sound to it. Yeah, yeah. But it still works, and the light comes on, so that's kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's I, it's like here and there, just a bunch of different, weird, really old vintage stuff. And I bought other stuff, like I bought the the Slave One from. Uh, no, 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 no. It's Boba Fett's starship. Oh, whatever. <laughs> no, I agree with you. It's bullshit. It's it's, that, that, it's Slave One. That, that's Dude, that makes me lose my mind every time. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> That's why it's I did like, it, just they, to mess with you. Yeah, they don't, you know, the thing is about that, they don't really understand the whole meaning behind why it's called Slave One. Right. You know, and, and they think it's, you know, it has something to do with Black Lives Matter. No, uh, it's, <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Shit. It's like, Jesus Christ, no. It's like, wow, God, why are you people so stupid? But anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, it was I a good digression. That, that shit from the, uh, the Shadows of the Empire series. And it was the Boba Fett Slave One from Shadows of the Empire, so it's it's actually the box and everything still has oh. you know, that Shadows of the Empire logo and everything on it. Oh, and uh, it was the the I always call that the movie that never was. Yeah, because they mar- they marketed it like it was a, a real movie, but it was it a comic, was wasn't it? No, it was a book. Oh, uh, you know I've never yeah. listened to I've never read that book. Yeah, so I mean it was a book, and I'm. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Steve Perry. Uh, not not from, you know. I was going to say Journey? <laughs> yeah, not that one. Uh, if I could fucking spell. Uh, but, like, the the book itself came out, and it was, you know, have you, I'm sure you, have you read Shadows of the Empire? No. Okay, I would really recommend uh, you reading it, and I'll tell you why. Because, yeah, it was, it was a novel, uh, Basically, George Lucas, John Wagner, but Steve Perry was the actual author of the book. Uh, and the book itself came out around 96, I think. Is, is there is there a line in the book where he says, don't stop believing? I think it's in the very end. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's like the end credit <laughs> thing. Sorry, go ahead, man. Right. Sorry. So basically, if you've never read Shadows of the Empire, I'll give you the premise of this story. Okay. It's basically what happens between... Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi because the book ends with everything going into Return of the Jedi so it's the it's the story in between like they almost get Han Solo back before you know uh, Return of the Jedi also talks about you know Luke uh, actually you know building his first lightsaber and uh, he uh, you know being afraid to turn it on he was, he was contemplating to have like R2-D2 turn it on in case it explodes you know, and just funny stuff that you don't really get, you know, you know, in the other movies. But and there's just cool stuff like Luke, you know, realizing he's using the Force for the first time, like how time slows down and how he's realizing that he's using the Force. So it's a lot of really cool stuff in there. And then there's another um, character. He is a, a Baleen, which is like a, a reptile kind of people or whatever. And uh, he is a leader. Right? Yeah, he's the leader of the Black Sun. Prince Cesar. Is that what his name is? Yes, Cesar. I, I don't know. How I, call, I, I call him Prince Cesar. 
always <laughs> I always I, I heard that the X was silent, so I th- I think it's Prince Isser, or but I don't I don't know the correct pronunciation to it either. Uh, we'll but, stick with Prince Scissor. There you go. That, yeah. that works. Yeah, people so know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So Prince Scissorhead, he <laughs> actually uh, he him he's trying to impress the emperor. And basically trying to oust Darth Vader, you know, and basically trying to, you know, get him in trouble and, you know, have him go to the principal's office and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> and, uh, and Darth Vader's not having it. Darth Vader, Darth Vader's pretty fucking ruthless in this. I mean, he's like, he's pretty, he's looking for Luke Skywalker because he's found out that his son is alive and he didn't know he had a son. So, like, this is all stuff that's feeding into. Whoa, and he whoa, finds whoa, whoa. out that. Yeah. How how does he not know he's got a son when and if this is bef- between Empire and Jedi? Well, no, he he found out in Empire that he had a that he had a son, or he he knew he had a son, but he told Luke because he found. Well, see, this is the thing that's really weird. He, Darth Vader in the midst of Empire in in that timeline somewhere uh, finds out that he does have a son. Because he found out that the name of the rebel pilot that destroyed the the Death Star was Skywalker. Right. And from what they say, he found out from Boba Fett, right? Yes. Boba Fett was the one that let him know all this. So he finds out, and in any in all this whole thing going on with the, the Shadows of the Empire, he finds out that this Prince Scissorhead is trying <laughs> to is trying to basically kill Luke Skywalker. So he's not only trying to find his son, he's also trying to protect him from being killed by this jackass who's trying to make him look bad in front of the emperor. So he actually pisses the emperor off and in, in, towards the end of this book, because they have these things, I think they're called sky hooks or something like that. But they're, they're like basically like little kind of like little, uh, like, uh, space stations around Coruscant. Yeah. And like, and it's like a mini palace kind of thing, but in space. And have you like, ever read Darth Plagueis? Yes, that's to, a really good book. Oh, that's my favorite. To get on to, uh, I think, Munalist, they have like that, what they call like a skyhook, which is like a, like you said, a space station where you have to stop at before yeah. you go to the planet. Yeah, and, and see this this uh, failing uh, a scissor head here, <laughs> he pisses Darth Vader off so bad that Darth Vader fucking blows his shit up and kills him. Oh. And that would explain why, that would explain why Darth Maul become the head of he actually became the head of a different organization but it was pretty much black sun so um because black sun kind of fell apart after that because the that guy was that he was the leader of black sun was darth maul in that book no no this is before even he was even contemplated so it's like but you see how all this the older stuff is kind of tying into the you know the other stuff so it's like ah okay you you have uh, sold me on that book, yeah, I'm going but it's to a, look it's that a good up. Book, man. And then Princess Leia, you know, this this failing guy, you know, uh, Prince Xer, he is actually able to uh, like put off these these pheromones because he's like this different race of people, and he can uh, basically take control of women and have his way with them. Well, she she is not like that because she's underlying using the Force, doesn't know it. But she, she is, you know, basically he's having no effect on her, and and it's pretty cool to, you know, to to hear to read that stuff. And you're like, huh, it's because she's using the force, and she doesn't even know it. And she's just, you know, that's why she was able, like in the first movie, a lot of people don't pick up on it, and they, you know, we talk about when she was being tortured by Darth Vader, 
that you know he said her her resistance to the mind probe was pretty considerable oh that makes a lot more sense he was using yeah she was using the force didn't know it but she was using the force i think the force was just acting on you know on her behalf without her really realizing it probably because she's not really i don't think she realizes she can wield that is what it sounds like like to me yeah it's like the youngs before they are taken in by the you know before they're taken in by the jedi back in the day you know, they would just start doing stuff and, and they're like, well, what the hell? And their parents are like, I don't know what's going on. Well, they find out that they're, you know, they got the force. You know, they're, they're sensitive to the force. I have written this down, the shadows of the empire, and I'm going to leave it right where I could see it all the time. I've got one book that I'm finishing and another book after that, which is like 30 some hours long. And then I'm going for shadows of the empire. Yeah. I mean, they, they actually have it. I think it's on audiobooks too. It's really, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing, man. It's yeah. I, I, I used to have like I have the hard copy version of it now, but I used to have like the the softback, and I wore the fucking softback out. Like yeah. I just, I mean, I just killed it because like it was like you know, I got it had creases and and then you know all the pages in different folds where I was keeping track of where I was at, and, and I man. read it like so many times because it was such it, it was so cool because it was, you know, it wasn't some story after. You know, like you have like Air of the Empire and, and all those things afterwards, yeah, and the, Thr- and the Thrawn tr- trilogy and all that stuff. But this was a book that took place inside of that the three movies, and, and that's why I guess that's what really attracted me to it. Yeah, that to me, I mean, I want stuff connected. Like, I wanted to know what happens right after Return of the Jedi, and we got that in I don't know one of those books that was head up to the Force Awakens or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Aftermath? Aftermath, yep. Yeah. And I I remember reading it, and I thought it was good, but I don't remember a lot of it. Dude, Shadows of the Empire has got some pretty... And there, there's this... Um, I've always heard it's really good, but yeah, nobody's there, ever gave me that much detail about it, and that really makes me want to listen to it. And I always thought Prince Scissor was... I didn't know where he was from, and I didn't really care. But now you got me intrigued. Well, and the thing about it too is there were other characters inside of this that um, that people don't really realize that their characters, like you had, like of course the regular characters, uh, Boba Fett's in there, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, but they had Dash Rendar. I don't know if you you remember yeah. Dash Rendar. Yeah. Okay, and the and the the Outrider, which was it was kind of kind of like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, really. that ship was in. Um... Uh, was it the La- Rise of Skywalker? I can't. I can't remember. Was it in there? Yeah, wasn't the ghost in that too? The, the ghost was in there. Yeah, yeah. Dash Rendor ship. I think it's a shot from because I think the first time you see the ghost in that is like when all the ships come out of hyperspace and they're facing you, and then yeah. I think there's an above shot and you see Dash Rendor's ship off to the side. It's like a cool. Millennium Falcon, but it's. It's like the next model year. Well, I tell you, some of the cool things too is, like I said, that you, know, you got Bubba Fett in this book, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, um, I see Dash Rendar, the Emperor, of course, is in it. Uh, Han Solo, but he's not; I mean, he's kind of frozen, yeah. So he's not really. But the thing is, uh, and see, here's what's really kind of cool. If I remember right, I'm trying to remember if this is if I, you have to read it again. I haven't read it in a while, but I think IG88 gets blown up in this one because. Uh, he tries to steal Han Solo, 
from Boba Fett. Oh, really? And, and Boba Fett ends up killing him. Um, that, I don't know if you remember, there used to be this set of two figures. It was IG-88 and Boba Fett, and there was like the, the comic book. Yeah. Yeah, and it had those two on it, and it was yeah. Shadows of the Empire. That was the battle between those two for, for Han Solo. See, I thought... I thought, I mean, I thought IG-88 was put into the the computer system or whatever, his memory. You know, like they did L3 and, uh, and Solo. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did that same thing to IG, or maybe IG did it himself. Uploaded himself I, I, into the. It's, uh, it's like I said, I've been going, I've been out of it for so long. The, I haven't read it in so long. I'd have to go back and reread some of it. Yeah, I but, thought uh, my friend told me he got uploaded into Death Star Two, and he kept fucking with the Emperor, shutting doors on him and shit. <laughs> but yeah, then, then of course you got you know Lando's in it, Luke's in it, uh, of course Prince or Leia, and uh, Lebo. I think is the guy's name. Uh, Lebo was like Dash Rendar's co-pilot or whatever. Okay. Uh, and Lebo actually. If you look at a picture of that, and there's hard to find pictures of him out there, but he looks a lot like L3. Really? Uh, like his, yeah, he's, he's kind of similar looking, but not the same. Um, and that's, it's some really wild stuff, man. Like, I, like I said, that's probably one of my favorite books out of all the stuff that they've done. And that's, you know, and I, like I said, I think a lot of that was just due to the fact that it was so cool. Uh, having those original characters be in a cool movie and, and, and something, or not a movie, but a book that, that from the movie, and you're just like, wow, this is this is so cool because you're getting to see these characters in a different way. You know, and, oh, another thing too, you find out where Leia gets the boss outfit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you actually find out where she gets the boss outfit. Oh. She actually, you keep selling uh, me, dude. Every it. second you're talking, you're yeah. selling me on this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool, man. Cause, if, you know, because there's all these little, you know, things that you needed to have come together to figure out, well, where does she get the outfit? You know, right. why, is, you know why is, you know. Uh, How do they Chewbacca find out that he's still alive in Jabba's palace? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, because he had not, see, in the book, they're chasing him around trying to get him before he goes to Jabba's palace. So it's, yeah, it's it's really cool. I definitely, like I said, that's one of the books I definitely recommend because there's so many cool things in there. Have Have you ever... Listen, well, see, I keep saying listen because that's what all I do is listen to books. But the um, from a certain point of view books. No, I have not, dude. Like the first one was great, and it was it's called from a certain point of view. It's several different stories about background characters of the movie. So the first one was about you know the first Star Wars movie. Yeah, and like you get like. From from the from the point of view of one of the stormtroopers that's talking to Leia, you get a point of view of from that monster that was in the in the the garbage dump. Oh, okay. Like that thing. If that book is canon, that thing was put in there just a few days before they showed up. <laughs> um, you get all kinds of great little background stories of characters that are seeing what's going on. And I just finished listening to the most recent one was for Empire. Yeah. And it's good. But there was a shit ton of pandering in that book. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem if you're gay or lesbian or whatever you want to do. That's your fucking business. It ain't mine. 
but there was a gay relationship. There was like two lesbian relationships. I'm just like, come on, man. Is this really important to the story? Yeah. But there was some great stories in it. There was a story between uh, with Bosk. No, no, no. Yeah, there was a story with Bosk when they were trying to find um, the Millennium Falcon. There was a story with IG-88 and Zuckus together with them trying to find the Falcon. Yeah. Um, there's a story from the point of view of the big space worm that the Millennium Falcon flew into in the asteroid. <laughs> there's there's a story from the point of view of the dark cave on Dagobah, which is weird but really great. So see that's that's awesome stuff. Right I mean, there, if you don't count the pandering bullshit, it was great. I mean, you know who Jackson is? Yeah, Jackson was in it on oh, wow. really on cool. on Bespin. Yeah. Yeah, talking to Lando. Um, there's like a story of like uh, uh, the chef for um, Bespin getting woke up because she works overnights, and he wanted her to make this meal for his special guests, and she finds out it's Darth Vader and a bunch of stormtroopers. Nice. So it's really, really great. I mean, if you get a chance, look those up because it's just little stories. And there, there's a, even a story of L3 in there. Oh, wow. That's really cool. From the point of view of inside the memory or the, you know, inside the the Falcon's computer. See, that's really cool. That I mean, I love those little obscure stories that tie shit together like that. It's so great. So if you get a chance from a certain point of view and it's read by it's it's written by a bunch of different authors and read by a bunch of different voice artists which some of them you know if you listen to audiobooks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you get a chance, check those out. I got a question for you though. Sure, what's up? Speaking of books, do you believe because I know I can get your honest opinion about this cuz I've read some of your content and you're very honest. And that's what I like about you. You're very honest about how you feel about stuff. Even if it's something I don't agree with, you're very honest about it, and I like that about you. Um, some people may not, but I don't give a crap about them. Do you, <laughs> do you believe that the book Darth Plagueis should be canon? Yes. 100%. Yeah, because I mean, I think it 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 actually kind of goes to what you know, just how fucking evil that dude is. Not Darth Plagueis, but Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Darth Plagueis was not that evil. No, Darth Darth Sidious is. Yeah, (laughs) he's a dick. I mean, he's just a straight fucking hardcore dick, man. It's just like, dude, you're... That's all the time we got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... I mean, I don't think anybody could have put it any better. He, I mean, he slaughters his family. He is very manipulative. Uh, He's he's an evil bastard. Yeah, I mean, people don't realize, like, his greatest ability wasn't the fact that he could shoot lightning or use the force or all that kind of stuff. The biggest part of his 
uh, his uh, abilities was his foresight. Yeah, and he was he was he when he wasn't being a dick, he he was a charming dude. And yeah, I mean, he, he, he knew what was going to happen before it happened because he, his his foresight was way. And, and and the thing that's kind of sad too is that Darth Vader had that ability, or Anakin had that ability. Yeah. But once, once he lost his limbs, he lost that ability. I, I feel you know I, I'm not a writer at all, but I've written a couple things, and I don't think they're that great. But I'm just trying to get my my feelings or my opinion about him, you know, and I have a friend of mine that reads it and proofreads it, makes sure it makes sense. And I did the punctuation right and shit. Cause I'm not good at it, but I've always wanted to write something cause I'm a Darth Vader fan. I think I love Darth Vader and Santa Claus at, you know, the same level. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's a weird combination, but I'm a huge Santa Claus fan as much as I am a huge Darth Vader fan. And yeah, I mean, Darth Vader will always be my favorite, um, just he, because I, he, I, it's such a it's such an awesome character, but it's a really fucking sad character. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, what I was getting at. I'm trying to come up with. I wanted to write something about how tortured Anakin is inside that suit, and how tortured he is in his mind, and how much he is abused by the Emperor. I mean, how. F- up he is in his head i yeah, just I mean, can't figure dude, out how to do it i think but you know i think what happened though and this is something that me and a couple of my friends have talked about too is that i think when you get closer the closer you get to return of the jedi uh even i dare say even probably towards the end of empire darth vader was like fuck the emperor he he was already there he, he knew that this fucker had done some underhanded shit mm-hmm. lied to him was manipulating him and he was pissed and like and and he i really think that there were times that he contemplating fucking just murdering that motherfucker because he he was done yeah because he, he was like you know uh i don't know if you follow uh uh what's his what's it the star wars theory you follow that guy yeah like the movie he made where he like Darth Vader's having that vision inside of his head. Yeah. He's killing the Emperor. Dude, I, I would spot on believe that he had really thought about doing some shit like that. Oh yeah. I believe it. I mean, the, the emperor, the shit he's done, he's like, Oh, I got you. I'm getting you another suit to make you more comfortable. And then he never does it. And, yeah. you know, tell him that he killed his wife and he never did. I mean, yeah, it was weird how she died. She died of sadness, but yeah, it, it's it's just awful shit. You know, you're just like, God, what a fucking cut. You know, it's like yeah. this guy's just. And I can't imagine <laughs> he's comfortable in that thing. No, no, well, have you ever really read into like there is? I'm trying to remember the name of the book. I have it here. I cannot think of the name of the book offhand, but it's something to do with Darth Vader, and it talks about like was it like know, the rise of Darth Vader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I read and, it, but it's been a while. Dude, he's got like all these little needles poking into the top of his head, like inside the suit. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, it's like nerve endings, so he can actually. I forget how it's explained, but it's like basically so he can control things, and like it can it plugs basically into his body, so it can control functions for him, and, and it's just yeah, it's it, and then you, you hear that, and then. 
he talks about how he feels like he's falling forward all the time because of the way the boots are and just just his perspective on like being locked in this fucking suit and and it's just it's it makes me feel claustrophobic like reading it i'm like god this is like jesus this is awful i i've got the black series helmet yeah i do too yeah have you ever put it on oh yeah it's can you imagine being in that all the time? Oh my God. How claustrophobic is that? I was in it for a Halloween thing for 20 minutes and I couldn't see out of it. Yeah. You're like, this is awful. Yeah. And then he's got mechanical legs. He's got these capes all over him. He's got mechanical breathing. He's got that fucking thing choking him. The, uh, the neck thing. He's got these big ass fucking boots on. I mean, I can't imagine how he can move around in it. Like he does. Dude, he's walking around pissed off 24 seven. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that dude. That dude is like, "Fuck you, fuck life, fuck you, you piece of shit." I mean, now you know why the dude was choking people out and killing them all the time. Yeah, he's just like, he's just in a pissy mood. He's just, he's just having a bad suit day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, he's having a bad life. That's all. It's just, just you know, period. Dot. That's it. <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, people complain and bitch about the sequels or not the sequels, the prequels. I don't think they they get the the hate they used to, but they don't because they've, they've already sw- they've switched and given hate to the other ones now. So I mean, me being a Darth Vader fan, I loved them because it's a story about Darth Vader growing up. Yeah. And that's what I, I liked I thought, about him. Yeah. It's like, they're like, well, he, he acted like an immature kid. He was an immature kid. This, this kid was taken away from his, his mom. Yeah. You know, to become a Jedi, he starts having nightmares about her. She ends up fucking dying in his arms. Uh, he has so much hate that he's holding on to. And then he finally gets with Padme and he loves her. And then the phone wars break out. And then he's separated from her for a long time. And then towards the end of all that, he gets turned into Darth Vader. And he ends yeah. up choking his wife out because of the dark side. And it's just, it's just shit, man. It's yeah. total just shit. So, you know... There, there is a theory. I know we're supposed to be talking about toys, but you talked about your collection. I love talking about this other shit. There is a theory behind everybody's least favorite character in the Star Wars universe. Can you tell me who that is? Least favorite character in... Who's... who? What does almost every Star Wars fan say? Who do they say they hate the most? Well, well, these days that could be either or. Let's not let's not count the sequels. Okay, okay, okay. It was Jar Jar. It it was Jar Jar then. Exactly. There's a theory that he was a Sith. Yeah, he's the one behind everything. Right, and he, and they changed that because of the backlash. That George changed it because of the backlash and brought in Count Dooku instead. Yeah, I think they should. You know what I think they should have done in the sequels. When, when Kylo came to like talk to the Emperor, it should have been Jar Jar. Oh, because I would have had so much more respect. I, I would have bought that more, and I've been like, "Fuck yes, finally!" You know, they they finally come full circle because this is the real motherfucker right here who's causing all the shit. I mean, you think of all the shit that happened in the movies. Yeah, like there's no way he could have done that without having the force. It. You know, makes like, so much sense for yeah, if that like, was oh, the it was case. Just, it was just a crazy accident. 
No one. Oh, yeah. You can just jump 10 feet in the air and do acrobatic flips and land perfectly in the water with a 10.0 and yeah, not have the force abilities. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, I, I never <laughs> bought any of that shit. I was just like, I was and, like, yeah. Even, in the, even when I watched the movie, and I, I shouldn't say I hated Jar Jar, but I, I didn't like him. Let's put it that way. I didn't hate him, but I didn't like him. I didn't him. hate so him, but he was annoying. Yeah. And I understand why his actions were the way they were one because he's a sith lord in my opinion and two he's a goofball and star wars was originally made for kids and yeah. you need some comic you know comedy in there some comic relief but, but if you think about it without jar jar the army of the republic would have never happened exactly the emperor would never been gotten emergency powers that's right and they're both from the same planet Exactly. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so there's lots of little things in there. I, I totally agree. I've I always thought that because I remember somebody saying it one time to me, and I was like, yeah, I have thought that for a long time. I was like, because think about it. And then we start talking about all these different things, and they're like, damn, I didn't think about that. I was like, yeah, I know, right? You're just like, holy shit, look at that. It's like, you, you know, <laughs> you start going, damn, that motherfucker, he's I mean, evil. somebody put out a video of every time Jar Jar did something silly or um, like he he accidentally saved the day and he's like, he like waves his hand every time. Yeah. And it's just like, well, and, come and, on. And who else, who else did Anakin confide in in Attack of the Clones the most? Yeah. And who do you think he was telling that shit to? The Emperor. Yeah. I mean. Through Jar Jar. Yeah, he was the middleman. He it's because he was the master. You know, he he took over. So you he's think the reason you think he was the, the master reason that Palpatine killed Plagueis? So because Jar Jar was the way. Jar Jar was the apprentice then, right? Yeah, he was probably the real apprentice to Plagueis, and he had fucking Palpatine fucking kill him, and he became the master. So you think there was a that Jar Jar was manipulating Palpatine. Palpatine through Plagueis. No, I think he was just manipulating Palpatine. Tell you know, kind of doing what the Emperor did to Anakin. You know, oh, gotcha! Like one of these days, you're going to be the greatest. You know, the greatest Jedi ever, and blah blah blah, and blowing smoke up his ass. You know, <laughs> just like you know, just like the, you know, like Plagueis was probably. Uh, or like Plagueis wasn't doing that with Palpatine, but Jar Jar was doing that with Palpatine. He's like, ah, oh, you're gonna be wait, you're gonna kill this guy. He's a he's worthless. He, you know, he 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 came and do this or that. You know, when, he's gonna put his guard down and you should kill him. You know, he's putting all these seeds of evil in his head. You know, you yeah. know, and that and that's what happens. That's yeah. inevitably that's what happens because he he gives him enough confidence where he goes in and he fucking kills him. Yeah, I'm at the. I mean, I I believe that Jar Jar was a Sith, maybe they, you know, he still could have been, but they just well, never here, acknowledged it. I something mean, else. Here, I took a care of, too. I think, I think that Palpatine, after he killed Plagueis thought, well, I'm going to take care of this other motherfucker because blah, blah, blah. And then in, I think that, that Jar Jar fucking laid it down and kicked his ass and said, who do you think you are? You know, I'm the one. Who say you think you saw? You know? <laughs> Yeah, who well, so you think you are, motherfucker? <laughs> I don't think he really talked like that. I think he was probably spot on a real 
he talked like for real. I wasn't like, I think that was all part of his act. Yeah, but like the, the other drunken, Gungans talk like that way too. Well, it's kind of like the, the uh, not drunken monk, but the drunken master thing. You know how like you get the drunken masters, like oh, they act like they're all drunk. And yeah, they, they kick the shit out of everybody. Yeah, I think that's how Jar Jar was. Yeah, it's almost like when when the drunken master beats people up, it it yeah, almost I mean, looks accidental. Like, that drunk. Yeah, that dude's drunk. How the fuck is he doing that? Like he's not really drunk. He's he's pr- pretending. See, I mean, there there has been quotes by Lucas saying Jar Jar was the key to everything. He changed the story because of the hate of Jar Jar. And in my eyes, I believe that that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Jar Jar was going to be the baddie. I still believe to this day that it should have been Jar Jar when when, uh, Ben walked up there. And like it was the emperor, I was so I was so disappointed. I was like, I mean, really? would that have taken? I mean, this leads us into the the sequels. Would that have taken? Because I know you're vocal about not liking Last Jedi. No, um, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I was on board after the Force Awakens. Okay, I was like, all right, we we got a black guy finally. So that's and then he's going to be a Jedi. And what okay. sucks is you know Ryan Johnson completely wrote him out of it. Ryan you Johnson know, is like, one hell of a writer and one hell of a director. But and he screwed the pooch on Last Jedi because you know I didn't mind it too much. I mean it's Star Wars, so I like it, but yeah. it was nothing that I expected, and it was like an hour long chase. You know, basically, if you take it. And break it down into like Star Wars time, yeah, like universe time. It was like four hours. Well, see, and I think that's where Ray gets a lot of her hate from because, you know, the movie started exactly where the other one ended. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. like no time. So there's no shift in time. Like we had years of shifting between, you know, right. the first. You know what I mean? Even all the, all the other movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them, not not you know, I'm, I'm talking like prequels and the original trilogy. Yeah, there's years in between. Like people don't understand that Luke wasn't on Dagobah for like three days. Right, Luke was on Dagobah for almost a year and something. Really, you know that's that time. That time is actually if you you have to dig pretty deep to find it out. But as far as time wise, he was there for almost a year. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was there for a long time. People don't. They think that he was just there for like two days and then like. You well, know, I figured like, no, he was Luke. there for a few weeks. Yeah, but he was there for a long time. People don't realize that. And see, they try to compare that. I'm like, no, 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 no. So you go you go out there and really – you had to really dig for it. But it, it talks about how long he, uh, he was actually there. He was there for you know, almost a year. And it might have even been longer. I don't even know because like, he was there for – I can't – I remember, dude, I wish I could remember where I read this. But see, here's the thing. Disney made it, not canon. So, oh, made that book that you're talking about? Yeah, they made the reference on non-canon. So that's why it's so fucking hard to find because – they were getting so much hate about uh, Ray because Ray just hey I can just fucking do everything you know and that's so and there are people like oh no it wasn't like I'm like yeah actually it was yeah because, but like you know I understand that part but think about this how she fought and everything in the Force Awakens how she yeah. could do all that shit Luke did the same fucking thing he didn't use the Force in the first movie no he, he listened talking. he could hear Ben talking. And people want to people want to make Luke out to be like this super duper character in the first movie. He said Luke was nothing in the first movie. Luke no, was he was shit. nothing. Because like, think of this: 
he would have never blown up the Death Star if Han Solo hadn't came back and fucking helped his ass out. Mm-hmm. He wasn't driving at like Mach 5 when he dropped that bomb into the fucking, you know, the port. He was like doing 10 miles an hour and dropped the bomb into the port. Yeah. And then it took off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so people are trying to make him out like, oh, well, he blew up the Death Star. I was like, well, fuck, I could have blew up the Death Star if Han Solo was back behind me killing everybody so I could go drop a bomb in it. I mean, it's like, I, if he can know, pilot, you know. It's like it's like us driving trucks. I could drive a Kenworth, and then tomorrow I can get in an Isuzu. Yeah, you know, I exactly. could I could I could get into a a combine, a farm combine, and drive it. Yeah. So he could all- drive his land speeder. He could drive his T sixteen back home, hitting Womp Rats. But then he can climb into an X wing. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But the part that doesn't make sense is 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 how they make it make him look like. The force is what caused him to blow up the Death Star. It's like, nah, he was there. That's about the only thing that caused him. And Ben was talking to him. Yeah. Um, ben, ben, ben was talking to him through the force. Well, also, like you and, said, uh, Han Solo came and cleared his path. Yep. So it, it got him to be able to relax. See, it's kind of like he was like he was like Leia was doing. You know, he was using the force, but he didn't know he was using the force. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like voluntarily doing this. It was just kind of happening. And that's what people fail to realize in those movies. It's like, and then on the second movie, you know, he's got his dad's lightsaber. So he didn't learn how to use that. He just kind of fucking had it given to him. So he's trying to learn how to, he didn't, he doesn't even really learn to wield it very much. Like you don't even see much of the training, but there is training that happens on Dagobah with the lightsaber. But Yoda was big about not using the lightsaber. He was big about using the force in other ways to, to make you to defend yourself. Right. And only, and only going to the lightsaber as a, like the last ditch where you have to, cause somebody else has a lightsaber. So you have to, you know, um, so like, you know, and, and, and he's not really using the force. It's, it's his reckless use of the force because like he, he can, he has the gift of foresight just like his dad did. So he's seeing all this shit that could happen just like Anakin saw how all that shit could happen with Padme right. when she gave birth. But see, he didn't have enough foresight to know that she had two children, not just one. Right. And you know, so like, I think I think she would have been she would have been better or she would have been okay if he didn't dwell on it so much. Yeah. I think he is one of the reasons she died or or whatever. Be- Pal- like- Palpatine was the reason she died because Palpatine was putting all that shit in his head. Right. The Palpatine was pretty fucking powerful. That dude, I mean, even though we still think the Jar Jar was in control, Palpatine was fucking evil. I mean, after after seeing, like, let's say, like, after seeing um, the original three, and you're like, those were good. You know, Darth Vader was awesome. Palpatine, eh, he wasn't in it that much, but he's kind of a jerk. But then you get to read, like, Darth Plagueis. And And you're like, holy It's basically, to me, it's basically almost a story of Palpatine. Yeah, it and, is. It I is. mean, granted, he doesn't come in for the first maybe almost quarter of the book, but it's a story of Palpatine, and you get to realize what kind of person he really is. Did you watch all of Rebels? Yeah. I just, honestly, I just finished the last one last night. It's wild, isn't it? Because I never really, I watched, started watching them when they first came on, and I just kind of lost sight of it. And, you know, my friend's like, oh, this and this. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, it was in Rebels. So I go watch. I, I just watched all of Rebels in, like, two months. Whenever I got a yeah, chance, last, I'd watch a few episodes. One, and the to, last one's pretty hardcore. 
Well, you see Palpatine trying to lure Ezra into yeah. his parents' hands or arms or whatever, and he's he's so conge- you know he's so nice and calm. And as he gets pissed, he starts flickering back and forth from Sidious to Palpatine. Yeah, I mean he's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, he he's he, dude, he's straight hardcore evil. And now you see, I see a lot of people that don't see Rebels don't understand what's going on with the Ahsoka series and all the other shit. I understand because, now. <laughs> yeah, because you know when she was in there with that one chick, and she's like, "Where's your master?" Because she's looking for Thawne. She's looking yeah. for Thrawn. She says, where's your master? That's she's looking right. For Thrawn. Because she's looking for Thrawn to find Ezra. Right. Because he said, come, he says, come find me. That's what he, that was one of the last things he told her was to come find him. I don't think he, you know, in reality, he shouldn't have lived. Well, see, I don't know. I don't, I'm not 100% sure what's going on with Ezra. Do you understand I what I mean, I, though? Like, all the windows yeah. were busted out of that, that uh, Star Destroyer. And then well, it went light have, speed. Well, they have those. They have all those ships have like a. It's like an automatic force field when windows get broken. Like it takes a couple seconds, but like the it didn't show it in the show. But I know that whenever windows or anything get broken out of the ships, they have these force fields that come down to protect people from getting sucked out into space. Look, whatever they do to explain that, as long as it's not something hokey, I can I'm I, I can suspend disbelief. If it's like, oh, the force yeah, fields yeah. popped up, you just didn't see him. Okay, I buy either, it. <laughs> either that, or Ezra was using the force and kept a bubble around him. Right, which can, that can happen, you know. So it's like, either way, I was like, okay, well, I, that doesn't really bother me as much as some things. I right, said, but you know, but I tell you though, I'm interested to see what the hell happens in Ahsoka I and mean, Obi Wan too. We're supposed to get another. We're supposed to get another lightsaber battle between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just like I saw that the other day. I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, but pictures came out. Yeah, um, I saw some of, that. of like, <clears throat> of like, uh, Anakin's uh, breather for like when yeah. he's in the back to tank. Yeah, do you see that shit? Yeah. Oh man, for some reason I like, I like seeing Vader without a helmet on. Yeah, you know the rest of the suit, but no helmet, and I, for some reason I love that. And to see that he's going to be, we're going to see him in the back to tank like we did in the Star Wars theory. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be pretty fucking amazing. I mean, it's just I'm, I've been excited for this for so long. I was just like, I, now we're finally going to see it. And it's like that's fucking awesome. So you I mean, know? you're you're really vocal about not really liking Last Jedi. What did you think of the um, the other one, the Rise of Skywalker? Well, uh, first of all, the Last Jedi, I thought was just he. It it was just a mess. I thought it was. I mean, it looked now far as the way the movie looked. Movie looked amazing. Like a lot of people hate on that the whole you know lightsaber battle on the bridge. I thought that fight between Ray and the uh, let's see who was it Ray, Kylo and the the guards. I thought that was awesome. Dude, I thought that's like some of the, the most awesome, visually stunning shit I've ever seen in Star Wars my whole life. Yeah. You know, and I, ca- I catch a lot of hell for that. But I was like, look, I was like, that that was choreographed well. It looked good. I said, the whole thing with the shit burning down while they're doing it, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was just, you know, that's amazing. It looked great. But the thing about it is, 
you know, them killing off Snoke really pissed me off. That that really, I was like, okay, you got this guy that you built up in the first movie, and then you just kill him. And that that was one thing that really just, I mean, went through me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, it's like, I mean, I, and even in the, you know, even in the movie theater when that happened, I was like, man, come on. You know, I was like, I really was upset because I was like, Snoke is a great character. You know, he was being built into this awesome fucking character. He was huge. You know, he had the had the force running through him. He was evil. I was like, this dude, okay, cool. And then they just, they did that. And I'm like, really? And I was so <laughs> upset. And so, yeah, so that part of it really bugged me. Uh, I didn't like the way that Luke Skywalker was represented. And I, and I understand people can change over years and all that kind of stuff. But I don't see Luke losing his mind and becoming a hermit and just being a total fuckhead. Yeah, I because, don't see that either. Because of, because of his him, his nephew turning to the dark side. They yeah. all knew that this was, this was potentially going to happen because he's got the same blood running through him as Anakin did. So it's very possible that he returned to the dark side. So, you know, I didn't, you know, I just didn't like the way that they made Luke out to be this total prick and didn't care about his friends. And it's like, I, I didn't buy it. And, and when you don't buy that, of the, and even Mark Hamill had problems with that. Yeah, I know. You know he, he was very vocal about how he did not like that. And he says, I think fundamentally everything you're doing is wrong about this character. It's like, yeah, I don't, and he says, you're the director. He says, but I, I don't think this is right. I think this is totally wrong. Um, and I agree with him. I think he's right because that was not something that Luke would have done. I mean, subtle changes, man, subtle changes I can go for, but like, we're talking like Luke went from an optimistic, happy go lucky kid to a fucking crabby old hermit. Yeah. Like he was the most powerful Jedi at that time. And then he said, fuck it. I quit. No, I don't buy it. I just, I don't buy it. And then that's that. And that right there is what, killed me on that that movie because it was just like no and then and then like you said the whole chase thing you know i'm just like oh we're gonna run out of gas because that's fucking important <laughs> we're gonna run because, out of gas <laughs> yeah because you know because that totally makes you know this movie you know believable no we how many times have we ever in a star wars movie talked about running out of gas never never that's the first time yeah, it's not a fucking problem. We need to stop you at this know, BP shit. up here. Yeah, this ain't Star Trek. We don't give a shit about how you know everything works. This is Star Wars. It's fantasy. We don't give a fuck how the X-wing flies around. It just fucking does it, and that's all we care about. Yeah, you know, I don't give a shit how the lightsaber works. Yeah, it's got a crystal in it. You hit the button, the fucker comes on, you kill people. I mean, that's all that matters. That's, yeah. I, I don't care how it works. You know, I don't care about the physics. I don't care about the science. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't like, have to know that. That lightsaber, that is not possible. I don't care. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it know, looks cool. Go, yeah, and then the, the, you get the Star Trek nerds, which you know I love Star Trek. Don't get me wrong, I'm a good, I'm a Star Trek fan too. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck how any of the, I don't give a shit that the Jeffries tubes were named after a scientist named something Jeffries that was part of the. Who cares? I don't <laughs> give a shit. Why. I don't I have give no a idea shit, what you know? you're talking about, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like they have these things throughout the ships that like they all work on. Like, like they can get into different areas, and they're called Jeffrey's tubes, and they're basically where you can get in and work on different things throughout. It's basically like uh, you know crawling in, like you know behind stuff, so you can work on things, change parts out, that kind of stuff. But it's okay, like access, yeah. access tubes. Gotcha, so they named gotcha. after a, a, a scientist in the Star Trek realm, 
and, and his last name was Jeffrey. So they called him Jeffrey or Jeffrey Stevens. And it was actually named after I'm going geek on you right here now. It's actually named after, I think, one of the people in Star Trek that actually helped create stuff like artwork and things like that. Oh. So I like went the artists. But they, in Star War or Star Trek universe, that's what it was a scientist or something. But anyway, I digress. Um, but anyway, it's stuff like that. It's like we don't get that deep in the weeds in Star Star Wars. You don't you don't give a shit about that. But you, you know, know there are people that do though. There are people that. I mean, did you ever? What was that movie with Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 shit, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, when those nerds are like in Episode Four. You know, season three. You know, you did this and that. That how did you do that? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like it's, it's a, a show. TV show, man. <laughs> TV show. That's the way they wrote it, brother. I don't know. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's like we don't. All of us don't give a shit about most of us. I should say all of us. Most if, of us don't give a shit. If you can make that. it somewhat plausible, I can buy it. Yeah, we're fine with it. It's even totally even okay. if it has to do with magic or the force. Or whatever, if you can explain yeah. it in a way that sounds legit, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on board, man. It's it's totally cool, you know. Yeah, but th- that's the thing that, that just destroys you. It's like shut the fuck up. Like these people were killing me with this stuff, and I'm like, you know, um, and I guess that's what tore me down with Last Jedi, man. It's just like you know these they, this this extra stuff that we didn't need, you know. It was like the running out of gas, you know. You know, Princess Leia flying through space like a, you know, like Leia you know, Poppins. Mary, yeah, Leia Poppins. You know, I'm like, what? You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I thought that part was a little weird. I mean, they they they, they know, had it been, perfect because she had passed away. They could have left it at that. Yeah, but no, they, they didn't do that. They could have recovered they, her body and done whatever ceremony and left it at that, but. Yep. No, they had to bring her back. Yeah, the uh, the thing that, about that that I thought would have been better for them to do than what they did. I mean, and, and they like when she knew that was going to happen, if she turned around with the force and, and pushed, you know what I mean, and then she stayed there, you know, what I'm saying like or, or created so she didn't go out the window. That would have made more sense to me because she's force sensitive. So that you know, and then I didn't like the way they shit on Admiral Akbar. You know, like oh, I know he was in all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, I mean, so I had a re- I had a really hard time. I said, like I said, there's a laundry list of just hard time things I had with the Last Jedi, and 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 like you said, you know, I think Rian John- I mean, Rian Johnson uh, directed Looper, which is one of my favorite. Movies. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah, and it's like you you, and I just didn't understand what the fuck he was doing. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? This don't make any fucking sense. You know, I was so I was so aggravated with him. I was just like. Dude, I mean, really? I mean, what the hell? What the hell is this? You know, I don't understand. I was just so just, <laughs> just frustrated, and I still to this day give him hate because I'm just like, you know, that dude. He, he just did this whole thing and it just didn't make any that, sense. And like, that, you know, that, killing that's, people. That's what bothers me is like you said, Looper, and he, he's that's such a great, a great writer and such a great filmmaker. It's like I listened to him on a podcast talking about Looper. This is before he did Star Wars. I think he was working on it, but um, it's like he's so good at that stuff, and then he does that. I mean, you know, what what sucks is there's so much, like we were talking about earlier, there's so much 
expanded universe stuff to go off of that they can bring so much shit in and trying to instead of trying to make up their own fucking story when they could bring in so much other stuff and change it to fit the storyline now. Well, that's but what no. pissed me off about like when when you had uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, shit. Kathleen Kennedy. Dipshit Kennedy is what I call her. <laughs> Uh, well, we didn't really have anything to go from. What the fuck are you talking about? Seriously, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, no kidding. There, there's a whole expanded universe that talks about everything. There's so many books out there. But you don't have anything. Are you fucking serious right now? And I yeah. think that's where a lot of people lost. They they just lost their shit on her. They were just like, you are a stupid bitch. But yeah, like she just, just signed go, another contract. I don't get it, man. She's sucking somebody's dick. That's all I got to say. I mean, it's... <laughs> I wouldn't want her touching mine, but I mean, <laughs> I do like that she has brought. You know, the Mandalorian was good. Uh, bringing Boba Fett back like that was awesome. Now, I don't think she had any. I don't think she had anything to do with it, brother. I think that 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 was at the top. The top had something to do with that. Oh, really? I really? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think that after after she handled the shit show everything else that was going on i think they were like okay look you're okay you're just going to be a figure of this and uh, then she tries to take credit for it i'm like shut the fuck no. up i mean look you know it's like without feloni and favaro star wars would be probably a big pile of shit right now oh it, yeah it would be dead and those two guys have made star wars um back to where it should be and now we just got to keep kennedy's ass out of it and then we'll be fine yeah do something else kennedy <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let go, let, go Fav, let Fav Jones and Filoni run it. <laughs> go make another Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, go here. go do ET Part Two. Take out all the guns in it, though. <laughs> Indiana <laughs> Jones and the and the Temple of the Geritol or whatever. <laughs> uh, the, the the they're doing another Indiana Jones actually. Yeah, yeah, and it's about I think I, I forget it's there's fucking time travel in it, dude. That's all I gotta tell you. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the yeah. that's the exact thing I said to you. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Well, my my buddy had told me uh, something about uh, time travel in in Rebels. I was like, "Come on!" And they yeah, but see, it's, they it's made it seem legit. It yeah. yeah, it wasn't done in a way we were like, "Oh, that's fucking bullshit." You you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, wow. I like it." I mean, <clears throat> I loved it. I mean, I, 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 I'm kicking myself because I only watched the first few episodes and then right. just like, eh. my buddy was like, get through the season one. And after season one, yeah. it just started. It, it's almost like Favreau and Filoni made season one to appease the Disney folk. Yeah. And then they started doing what they wanted to do. And now we're getting a live action Sabine. We have a live action Ahsoka, and hopefully we get a live action Hera. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty amazing, dude. I mean I've I've been watching all the stuff going on, I'm like, and then I'm going, yeah, they're making good fucking decisions right now. Yeah, so, so I'm really happy about that. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm glad to see that this shit is actually I mean, starting to make some sense. And we're, we're we get to see Darth Vader again, in um, in Kenobi. That's another thing. I don't like the people who are like Darth Vader needs his own series. He's got six of them. <laughs> I mean, well, here's my thing. I I would like to see us like a, maybe a one season thing with Darth Vader, but I would like to see it 
before he has a lightsaber and he has to go out and figure all that shit out. And I'd like to see all that stuff in live action. Almost like you know his, like almost like Batman's year one, but Darth Vader year yeah, one in yeah. his suit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Where he has to figure out everything. And yes, because like you know, people don't realize this, but like, you know, you see all these action figures that have Darth Vader, like Re- Revenge of the Sith, Darth Vader, and he's got a red lightsaber. It's like, no, he didn't have a lightsaber. Yeah. His lightsaber was gone. Right. He did, he had to go out and steal. He had to go out and steal another lightsaber from a Jedi, bleed the crystal, and then design his lightsaber. Well, and his lightsaber was basically designed after his Jedi one, mm-hmm. except there's more black in it. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's exactly the same lightsaber. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a Darth Vader replica lightsaber hanging on my wall in a case that I got back in I believe 1999. Yeah, that's about when I got mine. And it was it was before the internet, kids, that I was looking in a sci-fi magazine and I come across this lightsaber ad from a company called Park Sabers. Yeah. And I called them up. I called them on the telephone. <laughs> Just enunciating for the children listening. And um I told them I wanted a Darth Vader lightsaber. And they said, we will make you one as close as we can, allowed by law and copyright shit. Yeah. And it has hardly seen the light of day. I paid a lot of money for it, and it's barely been out of this case that it's in. That's pretty awesome. It's it's gorgeous. Because, you know, you look at these new ones, and, you know, I've seen some of the brand new ones that are, like, beautifully machined and everything. They're just perfect. They're gorgeous. But if you think of the Star Wars lore, the Jedi makes his own lightsaber. This looks like something that somebody could just make without machine parts, without a lathe. And this looks, to me, this looks legit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... And it looks just like Anakin's, but like I said, with more black in it. So yeah, yeah. Sitting here, I was just thinking about the uh, you and I were talking about the sticker. I have no idea. Oh yeah, for for the people listening, Darth Skippy here has his own (laughs) his own website, and he's got some great stuff on it that he makes himself. I've got a sticker. My wife hates that sticker that I got from you. That that I put it on my car, and then I take my 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 son to Boy Scouts. Now my car, I got a big Darth Vader on the hood, like racing stripes with the Darth Vader in it. I got a Darth Vader on the back. My whole back window is covered in stickers. I like stickers. And one of them is a sticker I got from you. And it is don't fuck with the dark side. <laughs> and I want that on a shirt. So I was looking oh. at your website and just looking oh, it's at there. It, it's I, there. I was just looking to see if you have if you had anything else. Are you gonna come out with any Christmas stuff? Man, I've been thinking about it. I've been so damn busy. Like, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I do run. I, I do run another company. Yeah. Uh, it's called Kentucky Hot Brown Pedal Boards, and I make pedal boards for guitar players. Yeah. So we this year, uh, twenty twenty one, thanks to our leader and jackass uh, who has helped our economy go right down the shitter. I had to basically put that company on hold for a while because we were just not making any money. Good old Joe. Um, good old Joe. That's right, Sleepy Joe. Thanks, buddy. Uh, 
the best thing I see out there is like when I go to fill the gas up in my work truck and like you see at the pump there's a sticker and there's a Joe Biden that says, I did that. I have you know, not I seen one of those in person oh yet. My God. But when I do, I'll be taking a picture of it. It's so funny. <laughs> but, you know, the thing about it was I had to put that company on hold because it, we were just not making enough money and I had to go out and get a day job. So I'm, I'm a truck driver by day. Right. But the, the company has started to pick up momentum good um we had some issues going on with reverb.com and we ended up we only had like five listings on reverb.com and we used to have like 30 something uh and we just had some issues with them and i was like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna push this more towards you know our website because that's where it needs to go yeah and uh so we did that and of course start skippy's a part of that as well so like we got our <clears throat> pretty much our everything is up there that's why i, re- I tell everybody's like you go to like Kentucky, like kypedalboards.com. You come up to a homepage, and the homepage is is basically everything that I'm into. Like yeah. you'll see my my music up there, the pedal boards, uh, Dar Skippy's collectibles, my photography that I do. I have all kinds of just madness up there. So and, like the the back to real quick back to the before we get off of it, your website. I'm looking through the stuff, and I want I, I saw. My friend always, I, I send him a picture or I ask him, should I do this? And he'll always go, do it. So <laughs> I saw the, the sticker, um, the Palpatine sticker that said something, something at the top. I can't remember it, but it says, do it. Yeah, it's so, just, just do it. It's just do it. Yeah. It's, it's like the Nike thing, but it's right. D-E-W. Just do it. So I thought, I, I want to try to get one of those for my buddy, put it on his car. And I was like. Twenty five ninety nine, come oh, on, Dar Skippy, Christ. this can't be right. Yeah, and you I, sent me that message, man. And I was like, holy shit, no, that's totally right. I, <laughs> I think like, I caught God. another problem you had once before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's like it's ridiculous. And I I run that shop through Teespring, so a lot of those designs I have, I put they're my designs, but I, you know, I put you know through Teespring, and I was like, what in the? Fu-? I mean, it blew me away. I was like, how did that even happen? I was like. That- <laughs> You know. I, I think the problem I, s- I had before was when I was trying to buy that "Don't fuck with the dark side" sticker. It was, it wouldn't let me buy it. Yeah, it was something goofy. I was like, "Yeah, what the hell, you know." Well, but see what had happened. Twenty five ninety nine for a sticker. I know, I know how big it is. I know how much my other one was. I was like, either he's really going through financial shit right now. <laughs> or there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, hell no, that's wrong. That's way wrong. So, yeah, it's actually seven ninety nine now. Yeah. So instead of, like, four payments of, like, $6 or whatever, it's, it's just four, four payments of two bucks. So that's, uh, <laughs> it's like, Jesus. I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, that uh, I, they went through a change on Teespring, and they changed. They, well, it still says Teespring when you go there. But it's actually uh, they changed their name to just Spring. Oh, okay. And uh, they had changed pricing and stuff like that. So I'm still there's still things on here that I sell at the same price I had when I originally started. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not gonna mark them down. I don't make them. Like I said, I do this for my own shits and giggles and my own fun. And I, I like shirts and I like merch and things oh, like that. I love obscure so, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I like to make my own stuff. You know. So yeah. it's like I, that's why I do what I do. It's not. It's not because, you know, I want to, you know, I want to charge people, make a bunch of money. It has nothing to do with it. I just love, you know, making stuff that nobody else has. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I used to be part of a 
a, a organization or a group on uh, a Star Wars one called Channel Star Wars. And we had a guy down the street from me. He only made a few shirts, but he's one of those people that it's like, it's hard to get a hold of him. And, you know, you're like, hey, can you make this? And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then like a month later, he's like, um, how did you want this? So he's now he's finally starting to work on it. But he made two Channel Star Wars shirts that I own. And I bought them because I liked them and I wanted them. And one of them's got Darth Vader kind of like reaching out. And the other one's got um, R5-D4. Nice. And it says in Arabesh, Bad Motivator. <laughs> it's a great shirt, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's on T Public. So yeah, he, he, another good th- one too. there's still a few up there, but me and my friend were trying to do. We just like obscure shit. There's he is the, to me. He's the king of obscure Star Wars knowledge, and well, he he come up with a, there there's something from some some place. It was called Bar- Biscuit Barons. And it was like some kind of restaurant in the Star Wars universe. And there's a logo for it and everything. And we're working to try to make that logo possible because he, I, I, I make it on my phone. It looks great. I try to put it on T Public and they laugh at me. Like, this isn't good enough quality. So I don't, I don't have that, that knowledge or ability. He says he could do it on his Chromebook, but we still haven't done it yet. So, well, see, I do, I do a lot of my stuff. Uh, through Pixar, which is an app, and I have Photoshop as well. And I see I have that background. I have that that graphic background. Uh, I went to school for it. Um, oh, okay, like cool. Web, web websites and stuff like that. That's, that's why my website looks the way it does and looks as good as it does is because I designed it. I wanted it to look a certain way. Right. Uh, and like, of course, like I had, like I said, my website. I got like the pedalboard stuff, uh, the Darth Cubies collectibles, and that includes like the stickers and all that kind of stuff too. And yeah. I actually have some artwork that I put up there that I've done, like digital artwork. Um, and of course, the Darth Cubie the machine. A lot of people don't know that. I try to put it out there, and I don't try to kill people with it. You know, pushing it. Yeah, that was my next art. question. Actually, I was going to ask you what that was all about. That is, uh, I am a huge, huge, uh, like I said, John Carpenter fan. And, uh, and John Carpenter, of course, a director, musician, producer, you know, just done all kinds of really cool shit in his career. Um, and he, like his musical style, and that's just a big influence on my music, my instrumental music, I should say. Uh, and him and Harold Faltemeyer, which Harold Faltemeyer, a lot of people don't realize, he's the guy that did the Axel Foley theme. Uh, he also worked on the Top Gun theme. Oh, cool. Um, Flet, yeah, Fletch. Uh, he's done all kinds of just stuff that you really don't realize until you're like, oh, shit, you know. Um, and that that's really, you know. The big, now I have the uh, Beverly Hills Cop theme in my head. Yeah, I mean, this dude, that was his big thing, man. He was a huge, huge, you know, uh, guy in the 80s doing a lot of this stuff. And, but see, it's not just him either. You know, like there's other people that I got involved with that I really, really uh Doug, which Vince Nicola is one of those guys. I don't know. See, a lot of people don't know these people by name, but if I tell, <clears throat> tell them what he did, they're like, oh shit, yeah, I know that guy. Like Vince Nicola was the guy who did the soundtrack to Transformers the movie. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, so he <laughs> yeah, yeah. He co he co wrote like Dare. He co wrote uh uh The Touch. 
I mean, like he, this guy was like, you know, big into that whole era and uh, not just those guys, but like, I mean, you talk like Mike Post and the people, if you look up Mike Post, you will be like, holy shit. Like this guy has written so much stuff. It's like TV things. Like, I mean, God, if you look at all the TV things that this guy's done, he's done like Magnum PI, you know, Knight Rider. Oh, I mean, like he, he's that dude, all, like, that like, dude put soundtrack to our mute to our, our our childhood oh yeah man mike post is like he him is and john like williams the real deal. <laughs> yeah this dude has written so much stuff and uh it's crazy because you don't really realize it until you start looking into all these things you're like oh my god it's like this dude wrote like everything that i ever watched as a kid you know it's like <laughs> that's what blows your mind because you start because he did i mean he's an he's an everything guy that's kind of what i sell myself off as is i'm an everything guy i yeah. play you know all the instruments i do everything and uh that's kind of that's that was the big influence on me back in the day you know i i used to listen and i still do i listen to all kinds of different music i mean I, everything from the only thing i don't really listen to a lot is rap i'm not a big rap guy I, but no. there i have myself selective i'm selective what rap i listen to now, the, the, i don't really listen to rap i don't listen to today's rap yeah but like yeah. Well, I mean, the 80s and 90s all day long i can listen to oh yeah like grandmaster flash and, yeah you know snoop yeah, exactly. dre Pac. yeah yeah, Eminem, dude, I love Eminem. I think Eminem is a genius. Oh yeah, and he I is think, a lyrical genius. Yeah, I mean that dude is crazy. I mean he's just, you know, uh, but like Mike Post is one of those guys that just pops out. Like when you think of your childhood, I mean this dude. I mean he just, I mean if you look at his, I'll, I, I tell you what, I'll give you, <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you go to IMDb and just look up his biography. Holy shit! I'm going to when we get down here. I wrote his name because it's just—I mean, it's crazy, dude. It started back in like '71 and went all the way up to—I think he's still working today too. I think he's too. Yeah, he's still working today. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Oh my god! He does. Yeah, I mean, he does that uh, inside FBI. You said it was John Post. Uh, oh no, it was Mike Post. Mike Post. Yeah, so he's done NYPD Blue, uh, Dragnet. Let's see what else he's done. That is insane. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, my God. Rockford Files. Oh, God, what else? I mean, there's just so many. and I mean, there's so many of them. It's just like the Jeff Foxworthy show, Daytona Beach. Um, God. It's it's nuts, man. You go down through there, look at all the different ones. You're just like, holy crap! Diagnosis murder. I mean, I'm just kind of picking here and there. Doogie Howser, MD. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's nuts, man. It's like you go through all the stuff. You go, oh my god. It's like, yeah, this L.A. law. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. Rock. Like, do, you, do you, you remember see... Cop Rock? Cop Rock. Yeah. Do you remember that show? No, I don't. It was so lame, dude. It was like cop, it was like hot musical every week. It was it was so awful. It only was on for one season. It was so bad. <laughs> cop uh, musical. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. So Hunter, do you remember Hunter, the show Hunter? Yeah. He he, he did that. Uh Quantum Leap. Um God, what else? I mean, this dude's like I said, uh this is so ridiculous, man. It's like you look down to all and of course Magnum PI. 
Um, God, what else? Jesus, it's just it's so it's so dense. He's got you know, so Hill Street Blues. He did that. The A Team. Um, Greatest American Hero. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did that. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, Hardcastle and McCormick. Um, yeah, this dude's, like I said, this dude's stuff is just, it's, it's crazy. It's like, you know, and like, it's like I said, that our childhood, I mean, this dude, you know, he did all this stuff. You know, it's like people don't realize it. Like, you know, him and like I said, Harold Faltermeyer, that dude did so much stuff, and people don't realize you know, how much these guys were, you know, a part of our childhood. You know, I was just I was just watching um, on Disney Plus. I was watching Willow, which I have not seen in probably two or three decades, and I'm, I always watch the credits, and I ne- I seen the name I haven't seen in years. John Horner, the guy that does music. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I haven't seen that name in decades. Is he still doing shit? Is it John or James? Uh, what, what was the name again? Um, Horner. Oh, he's dead, dude. I think. Oh, really? I think. But that I was one of those names you've seen a lot in movies back then. Yeah, I think he he passed away in a plane crash. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, James Horner, James Horner. He uh, he passed away in uh, 2015. Oh wow! He was in a plane crash. Yeah, he died in a plane crash. Um, and yeah, that dude, like, he did all kinds of shit. Yeah, like I mean, like some of the best movie stuff ever. Um, I mean, ever. Uh, that I mean, he, there's so many. If you go and look at his stuff, man, it's <laughs> it's so dense. I mean, it's like so ridiculous. Of course, he did. He did the uh, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. Those, that. That those movies, like that movie theme right there alone, you know, like dang, 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 I mean, dang, 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 dang. I mean, this dude just did like some kids. I don't stuff. something. I don't think kids realize, you know, like our childhood, the stuff we watched, the music is what made it. Yeah, without um, the music, I mean, it's I mean, just it's not even the same thing. I know, like the newer Transformers movies get a lot of shit, but I grew up on Transformers and I loved them. Um, the first one, the music in that—I know everybody gives Michael Bay a bunch of crap, but the music in that first one was beautiful. It made that movie so much better. Oh yeah, man. Like, it's like, you know, it's just one of those things where, uh, I mean, it's just so crazy. I mean, the, the music, and I always tell people, because I'm, a, you know, like I said, I'm a musician, so like, I always look at movies, and I'm, and I'm not just watching a movie, I'm listening for the oh, music. Yeah. Because the music, the music is what makes a movie what it is. Right. You know, without, without those movies, without the music behind what's going on, it's just nothing. Like, I mean, you guys think about Star Wars, the first movie, you know, George Lucas, took a a huge chance oh definitely and he didn't go for like that's you know that 70s disco bullshit he's like i want a traditional score like you know flash gordon the that- serials back in the day i want that feel right to this movie so he went to john williams uh, you're giving me chills dude. Williams, 
you know, John Williams, even back then, John Williams was a force to be reckoned with. And of course, now, I mean, get the fuck out of here. I, mean, no, I, I think I think he did Superman the movie before Star Wars. What didn't he? Uh, that was no, it was after seventy nine. I thought that I thought it came out in seventy seven. Uh, well, uh, uh, you might be thinking of uh, Close Encounters because that came out the same year as Star Wars. And he did that too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Williams is, and and to me also these um, these people that do the music, you know, like you said, John Carpenter, John Williams. I think they they have that music like ZZ Top. You hear a ZZ Top song that you've never heard before, you know it's ZZ Top. Yeah, just by the you know, just and, by the sound. I think the way John Williams does music, and these other score movie score people do music i think some of their music is the same way yeah it was 78 man superman 78 okay so yeah it did come out after star wars yeah not too long after though i mean it was it was like you know he's probably working on them both almost at the same time or back to back yeah i mean it's just like i mean it and i mean tell you, man, that, that is some that of my favorite our, music that was our superman you know i, I oh I, yeah you know, i really liked Christopher Reeve, he was a good actor, and I, I knew other movies that he did, not just Superman, and he was still a great actor. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, and the thing about it, man, that was really sad is, like, you know, when all that stuff happened to him, I was like, man, that, that was our that was our Superman, you know? And it was like, and it, and it was tough for you to see Superman being fucked up, you know? Yeah, like, see him that, in a wheelchair you know, trying to steer with yeah. his mouth. It really sucked. It was bad. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like when... He got hurt, and when he passed away, I just yeah, it was tough, man. Because yeah. it was like, damn, you know. And and I and I, I like Henry Cavill. I think he did a good job. Uh, but I still think what's his name? Uh, oh God, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Roush, Brendan uh, Roush, Brendan Roush. I thought he did a great job. I thought he looked. Yeah. He 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 did a very good job trying to imitate and look like Christopher Reeve. Because that's the character he was supposed to be playing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. that. It was that universe Superman. You know, and I liked that movie, except you know, I think somebody said there wasn't a punch thrown in it. You know, I don't remember if they did or they didn't. I can't be honest with you. I haven't seen that movie in you know, so long. The beginning when that plane is that plane is heading to the ball field. Yeah, and you, the shot of Lois inside the plane and you see that blue streak fly by yeah i got chills just telling you about it yeah because it's like you're like oh shit she knows what's gonna happen yeah that was that was that was a good movie i don't care what anybody says i mean i i get a lot of shit for a lot of movies i like like uh last action hero oh gee that's a great movie yeah i I'm, i'm an old friend of mine he constantly gave me crap because of that well, you know, I did a list a while back, a podcast I do. I do it intermittently. I mean, I try to do it like once a month, but it's been a shit show, and I can I can never get. I agree. <laughs> I'm the same way. I can never way. get it all together, you know. Um, but the thing about it was, like, I did this top ten list of my favorite '80s movies, and the one that's at the top of the list is you would not even think it would be. People are like, really? And Goonies. Like, yeah, I mean, that's 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 my go-to '80s movie. It's Big Trouble in Little China. I've never seen it. Oh my god! Being a truck driver, you really need to watch that. Movie. <laughs> okay, because because the main character Kurt Russell in that movie 
his main character's name is Jack Burton, and he's a fucking truck driver. Like he hauls around, he hauls around pigs, and like the name of his truck he's got on the side of it is the Pork Chop Express. I mean, it's like, <laughs> bro. I mean, if you've never seen it, oh my god, you really, really gotta see this. I mean, it's so, it's so amazing. Um, and he's like, you know what Jack Burton always says, and people are like, ooh, and he's like, Jack Burton, me. You know, it's just like it's, <laughs> me. And it, the thing that the thing that makes that movie so awesome is that it's actually a movie where the sidekick is is the star, because Jack Burton is not he's not the hero at all. He's the sidekick, and the guy that's the 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 Chinese guy that's in the movie. Uh, uh, God, I can't think of his name right now. Um, I think I want to say it's Dennis Dunn is the actor, and he is his main character in that movie is Wang Chi. Wang Chi is the, the main guy. And, but he is the main character and the hero. Jack Burton is just the sidekick. <laughs> so, but they make the sidekick like the main character kind of. It's weird, man. When you watch it, you'll crack up laughing. Oh, I gotta watch that it's now. Hilarious. I gotta so, watch. Yeah, so, big, big Trouble in Little China. That was it, like my favorite. In you your know, list, in your list of top 10 movies, did you include Star Wars? No, because I wanted to make it uh, non-Star Wars. Movies. See, like my son, my son is 10 years old, and he's still asking those those weird questions, and he asks them all the time. And he's like, besides Star Wars, Dad, what's your favorite movie? And I always say, you know, when somebody asks me that, I say, if you don't count Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future and you just talk about other movies that aren't big franchises like that, my favorite movie is The Italian Job. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I I, I think it's great. And Well, see, I, I break them down, too, because like people will say, you know, I, I'll, I'll be like, okay, look, I break it down like this. What's my favorite sci-fi and you know, sci-fi movies, sci-fi fantasy movies? of the eighties. And that's how I break it down. Oh, okay. Because it's like, because there's so many, there's so many different movies. Like, uh, like one of my favorite movies of all time is Mississippi burning. I've never and, seen that either, uh, but I've heard Gene about Hackman. it. That's Gene Hackman. And, uh, Oh God, what is his name? Son of a bitch. I hate when I forget people's names. Um, but Gene Hackman is the main character. Um, you got William Defoe. That's what it is. William Defoe, Brad Dorf, Michael Rooker, I mean, uh, of course, uh, yeah, R. Lee Army, uh, oh shit, R. Lee Army. Army was in it. Francis McDormand, I mean, uh, God, I'm Damn. trying to remember all. The, I mean, there's so there's so many people in this movie. You know, uh, we're gonna have to do a podcast episode where we bring up all of our favorite shit like that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. There's like, and, and people don't realize. That, I think that would know, be so much fun. I mean, these movies are like, and it's not, it's like I said, you have to break it, really break it down into like, you know, comedies, crime movies, right. Oscar movies, you know, things, sci-fi movies. Cause like you get like, you got uh, what ice pirates, which I don't know if you've ever watched that, but you'll laugh your ass off if you've never watched that. I mean, that's just fucking comedy right there. I mean, it's just great. I'm going to, I'm going to assume you're going to answer yes to this, but have you ever seen blazing saddles? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I've never seen it. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I've heard it's like really politically incorrect, and I don't really care about that. It's per- here's the thing: it's purposely politically incorrect because it has to be. Yeah, that's the thing. 
and 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 the thing about it is, you know, Mel Brooks wrote it that way. I mean, you know who one of the writers that was part of that movie? You know, one of the writers were Richard, Richard Pryor? Pryor. Yeah. Come on, and, man. And, and See, that's Gene what Wilder, gets Richard me. Pryor. Yeah, dude. There's a scene in that movie that people today would lose their mind. It's basically, and I'm going to quote it. I'm not going to. This isn't my beliefs, so everybody knows don't, out there. This don't drop that in word, please. But uh, no, no, I don't want to have I'm, to cut it out or edit it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's but it's it's something involved with that scene where he talks to ladies. Hello, man. It's it's a beautiful day, isn't it? And she says, "Up yours," and the N word. Oh man! Now, if that came out today, oh god, would the world would explode. Shit. shit would be lost globally. I mean. Oh, yeah. it, it, but the thing about it is, and I'm going, have you guys not seen this movie? And it's like, you not understand this movie came out in the seventies yeah. and it, it, people laughed their ass off because even black folks laughed their ass off. Cause they were like, this is so over the top that it's, you know, it's I mean, ridiculous. What gets me you know? if Mel Brooks wrote it all by himself, that's different, but you had Richard Pryor helping you. One of the yeah, funniest men at the, in the world at that time. Well, he was supposed to, uh, uh Levon Little was, was not originally supposed to be uh, the uh, was it the oh god what's the character's name uh, the the sheriff in the movie it was supposed to, it was supposed to be Richard Pryor but he was so controversial at the time that the uh, the studio that was doing the movie didn't want him to be a part of the movie oh wow because even because though he, he was part of, of one of the writers yeah yeah so I mean. Um, it, it was just crazy, man, because they didn't want him to be a part of it because of the way he was and the, you know, like his standup. Because his standup was very controversial, you know. Um, and he just talked about real shit, you know. And like, and then nowadays, I think everybody's went all soft batch cookie, and they want to get offended about everything, <laughs> you know. And it's, it, it's so sickening, man. I, I got on a, I got on this this thing earlier because I was talking about the the written out stuff, and I'm like. You guys realize that the dude—it was a self-defense trial, not a murder trial. Right. It should have never been, never been set up as a murder trial. It should have been set up as a self-defense. The, trial. the only thing I don't understand—I'm glad he got off because yes, it was self-defense, but he was 17 years old. You're not allowed to own a gun at 17, are you? It's a technicality, man. And what I mean by that is like it's technically yes, technically no. I mean he can. But I mean, like you can't yeah. go and register a gun in your own name at 17 years old. Yeah, but at 18 you can own a gun, and there's nothing to say about it. Right. And then you don't have to register shit. I mean, I, I've I've had and you know I have had a handgun since I was 17 years old, and that's my only thing with the you know, and I've been around guns my whole life. And but the, here's the difference: that dude was taught the right way. To, to treat oh, a gun yeah. with respect, just like I was. I was taught, you know, respect. You don't fuck around. You don't point it at people. You don't play around like it's a toy. It's you not don't a toy. put your finger on the trigger when you're not yeah. going to shoot it like the, exactly. the defense lawyer did or the prosecutor did. Yeah. He just made He's pointing it at the place. jury with his yeah. finger on the trigger like a jack wagon. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, the thing about that whole case, I mean, yeah. Should he have been there? No. I don't. I think he should have just kept his ass at home. Uh, but what if there was somebody else out there that was eighteen or nineteen? It wasn't like the cops were going to come out there because you know the state lefty fucking people that were in charge of the city 
had it told the cops to stand down. Yeah. So who the hell is going? Who's going to protect these people's property? Who's? I mean, they pay money for people to go out and and deal with this, you know. And then they tell them, no, don't worry about it. And they're burning down businesses. And like, yeah, that's who's going to do it, you know? And oh. and that's the that's the thing that people don't realize. It's like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a concealed carry, and I've been one for almost ten years now. And I, I'm sorry, but if somebody points a gun at me, I'm going to kill them. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't, and I don't mean that like, you know, like just say, I'm just going to kill him. It's, I mean, like you were pointing a weapon at me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's loaded. I don't know if it's not loaded. At that point, All your I life is, is threatened. Yeah. My life is being threatened. When I was trained and, you know, when I went through training to be a concealed carry, you don't shoot the main, you shoot to kill. Yeah. Your center mass. And I mean, I've always been told if somebody breaks in your house and threatens your family, don't. Yep. Don't shoot him in the leg. Kill nope. them. Ed. If somebody breaks into my house, I'm unloading all 16 rounds of my clip on. Yeah. Definitely. And then if they try to get it back up, I'm gonna put the other clip in and unload that one too. You're like, hold on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me get let me take care of this for you. Yeah. I mean, but like, you know, that's the thing, and people don't realize that. They're like, Well, he don't he he shouldn't have killed them. Oh, so she he should let them continue to hit him in the head with a fucking skateboard. I mean and that's cool. Yeah, it's nuts. And I think like, one of them was well, pointing was a gun a at him. Skateboard. It was just a skateboard. Oh, yeah. oh, it was just a baseball bat. I mean, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Skateboards hurt. <laughs> they're yeah, they're not they're I not mean, made I've out of hit, cotton. I've been hit with a skateboard before. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Have you ever busted your your shin with a skateboard? It doesn't feel good, oh. and that was an accident. <laughs> dude, I dude, I've had one. I've took a skateboard to the nuts before. So like I'm just oh. telling you that that oh like you step on it the wrong way. It's like, click. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, it wasn't supposed to go there. All yeah, right. Like I mean, I know it fits, but it's not supposed to. <laughs> All right. Well, Darth Skippy, it has been an honor to talk to you. It has been a blast. We've been talking for an hour and 35 minutes, and that doesn't include the time we spoke before that. <laughs> Holy shit. I know, I, I know on my phone it says two hours and 15 minutes. I'm yeah, just like, that's exactly yeah, what my well, phone you know, says. It, it was really, it, it's really cool. It's like I said, I know we probably talk about some shit that's not Star Wars. Right? I, I don't care. I mean, I mean, we started out with toys. We talked a lot about Star Wars, and I knew from your content we would get into this other stuff, which is fine with me. I don't have a problem with it. And it's nice to talk to somebody that agrees with you and that uh, is able to dis and able to disagree with you but still right be cool like i you said know, there's some of your stuff that you've said on your posts that i don't agree with but i'm not going to leave a, a, sn- a snotty comment like oh you're a racist or you're an asshole oh, i'm man. not going to do I, that shit because I, I, it is your opinion I somebody on a post that it was the uh, trevor noah had posted something and i'm like and I'm just laughing at these people. And this one guy kept going on there and kept going on there and kept going. He, he kept calling me a pedophile because I like Star Wars toys. And I'm just like, okay, so everybody who likes Star Wars stuff is a pedophile. Okay. Anyway. So like I kept, you know, I kept going around and around with this guy. Well, I blocked him where nobody else could see his, you know, I restricted him so nobody else could see his comments. Yeah. So like he keeps going and keeps going. I said, dude, do you not understand when you're being trolled? It's like <laughs> you just keep on, you just keep on doing this. And you're just doing it to make him pissed off more 
Yeah, he's trying to piss me off, and I'm like, dude, you're you're an idiot. I don't care about. I don't suggest about anything to you. You're nobody. So like after I got done blocking him, I went on there and I reported every one of his comments as as uh, bullying because that's what he was just calling me names and yeah. saying I was fat and all this other stuff. I'm like that's cool, man. So I went on there, I reported every one of his posts. It was like ten or twenty posts or something like that. I reported. <laughs> I took I took the time to report every one of them. Like you know what? Fuck you, pal. Oh, that's brilliant. I saw a, I saw a video. This goes back to our trucking. You know, like if, if somebody honks at me or gives me the finger, I just smile and wave and honk back like I'm in a good <laughs> mood. But uh, I saw this video. This this dry, this guy was driving and somebody drove by and like cut him off, gave him the finger. And he goes, you know how to deal with uh, with asshole drivers? And you hear him dial the phone. And you hear nine one one. What's your emergency? And he goes, "Yeah, I'd like to report a drunk driver." <laughs> and the, and it ends there. So you're thinking this guy's going to drive down the road, get pulled over by the cop, and being accused of being a drunk driver, and he didn't do it. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's amazing. Sir, I need you step out of the car. Yeah, walk this line for me, and uh, <laughs> breathe into this machine. He's like, "What? He's like, I'm drinking I'm root drunk. beer." <laughs> Like, well, that's not what we heard. So, yeah, yeah you got to call in on you, buddy. Yeah, you turn your head and cough, buddy. Come here. <laughs> this isn't part of the breathalyzer. I know. What the hell, man? <laughs> He's like, I know. I like Star Wars toys. I'm a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dar Skippy, we're gonna we're gonna hop off here. Everybody, um, Dar Skippy, do you want to tell everybody where you can be found? Because I think people need to. Look yeah, for you it. can find me on Instagram. I'm on. I'm back on Facebook now. I was off there for a while, but you, all you gotta do is go out there and look for Darth Skippy. Uh, and of course, DarthSkippy.com. You can go out there. And there's all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, you can check out the the music. You can check out um, you know, my toys that I sell. I have an eBay store, so there's that's where I sell a majority of all my stuff. And. Man, I think that's really about it. I mean, everything is right out there on DarthSkippy.com, yeah. all the stuff that I'm into. So, uh, But definitely go out and check it out. I'm going to be having sales coming up this Black Friday, like 25% off of toys and things. So, mm. I mean, I got everything out there. Star Wars. Hey, you know, if, if you come across wrestling. a C3PX, let me know. Yes. Please. I've got but half yeah, of one some- here. I tell you, man, a lot of the stuff that I have out there, a lot of it is vintage because, like, it's vintage action figures. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like some of it's the power of the force, and some of it is, uh, you know, original, like the 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 orange series, mm-hmm. uh, power of the force. Uh, but like, I got Funko Pops out there. I got anything Hot Wheels. I mean, you just go out there. There's tons. Of, I got so much money tied up as dispenser. It's ridiculous. Well, Dar Skippy, it's been an honor. I appreciate you coming on. It's been a blast. I've loved talking to you. It's, I've, I could talk to somebody about Star Wars and have a, a normal conversation about it, and I love it. So, Hell yeah, man. everybody, go check out Dar Skippy, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode with him. And um, I'll be seeing you guys. Yeah.